Welcome to Rhonda NP's Menopause Guide Podcast with Rhonda Jolliffe, nurse practitioner, hormone expert, and menopause mentor. Balance your menopause experience with natural solutions and regain control to live the life you love. Let's get started. Well, hello. I'm Chris Doctor, and I'm your co-host for the Menopause Guide Podcast with Rhonda NP. I'll be joined in just a sec by Rhonda, and if this is your first time listening, we're really happy you're here. Thanks for joining us today. So our goal is to produce this podcast on a weekly basis, and we've been doing pretty well at that, so we hope you, um, if you're listening, you are enjoying it, and um, we look forward to creating many more in the future. So this is episode number 009, and it is number four in our Menopause Myth series, and our Menopause Myth today is... I will never enjoy sex again. So if you're a first-time listener or new to Rhonda NP, you can find the other myths in our series at our website, rondanp.com. And to quickly recap uh, for you, the myths we've covered so far in detail um, have been, uh, the first one was uh, estrogen causes breast cancer. Our menopause myth number two is all hormone replacement is bad for you. Menopause myth number three is you must exercise more in menopause to lose weight. And so this is our first episode in which uh, our myth will be in a podcast. So myths one through three were blog posts. And we transitioned to doing a podcast because Rhonda and I found that we enjoy talking about these issues much more than writing about them. So today we're going to talk about sexual health and the challenges related to this area, and it can be one of the most bothersome and discouraging of all of our perimenopause and menopausal symptoms, not only because of the physical pain that is involved, but also because of the strain and the turmoil it may cause on our relationship with our spouse or our partner. Rhonda and I go into great detail on this topic, and she really has some great advice to share. And because Rhonda has a clinical, active clinical practice, she is highly knowledgeable regarding recent advances and technology related to sexual health, including uh, such specifics such as vaginal dryness and vaginal rejuvenation. So we will discuss those areas as well as bioidentical hormones, a new technology called Thermiva, and a couple of other procedures. One is called the O-Shot. And it involves uh, a process known as PRP, or plasma-rich platelet, and it's an all-natural approach. It's, it's pretty cool, and Rhonda's an expert in this area. Also, we will finally talk about the importance of communication with your spouse and partner and why this time can be a make-or-break time for many couples. Again, Rhonda has some great insight and advice in this area. There's a lot of other great information in this episode, so let's dive right in. Well, today we are talking about a very important subject and one that is a real struggle for a lot of women and their partners. It is number four in our menopause myth series, and we are calling it, Will I Ever Enjoy Sex Again? And we are going to talk about some of the physical challenges that a woman can expect during perimenopause and menopause. So Rhonda, can you help us understand what those challenges are as it relates to our sexual health? You know, this is one of the topics that is probably most bothersome mentally to women because of the way it affects the relationships during the menopause. So 
a lot of women can say, I'll handle the hot flashes, but this is nuts. <laughs> it is. And it's just, it becomes a very uh, unenjoyable event, uh, can be very painful, uh, and there's no desire. So with that, there's avoidance. And when there's avoidance, that affects the relationship. Right. So why why does it become painful? The loss of estrogen in the vaginal area causes vaginal dryness, and it can become so dry that the there's no lubrication down there at all, and that becomes very painful. Without the estrogen as well, the vaginal walls can get smaller and um, kind of tighter and lose their elasticity as well, and it actually changes the way um, it gets, I'll just say the word stiff, mm-hmm. kind of, and there's no, it's not pliable. And so that becomes very painful. So in perimenopause, though, isn't there almost like a, a surge? So it's opposite for a while? There's always different surges throughout our life of estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. And interestingly, the the most surge that we naturally have is when we ovulate, and that's just the body's natural way of saying we need to make babies. Mm-hmm. So that is, you know, throughout our life. Well, av- when you go through menopause, you don't ovulate anymore. So you don't have that surge going on. But right before menopause, there is a little bit more estrogen going on than progesterone. And sometimes these surges of estrogen, <clears throat> excuse me, can cause that. Okay. So what causes the loss of libido? So it's really the hormonal shift is the biggest thing, Um, but it could be to the vaginal dryness and the fear of pain can cause a low libido as well. So there's some uh, psychological aspects and there's some physical aspects, certainly. Well, that makes so much sense because, you you know, your brain is screaming at you, don't do this, it's going to hurt, it's going to hurt. And even though you prepare yourself, it's, it's really primal right? It is. It is. Yeah. It is for all animals. Right. So it, it's, it makes sense that you don't want to do it again if it's going to hurt. So what are some of the things you help your patients with to, to work through this? You know, first of all, you have to deal with the physical part of it. And that is really working with the dryness, the vaginal dryness. And so there's a lot of things I do there. A lot of times, um, women don't want to be on hormone replacement for the fear of estrogen. I try and put their mind at ease on, especially in the vaginal area, because it's very safe to put a little estrogen in the vaginal area because it does not get systemic, like taking a, a pill or being on a patch or anything like that. So I really highly recommend if if it becomes a life, you're, it's really affecting your life and your lifestyle. I really highly recommend a little cream. And I use bioidentical creams. Uh, Estriol in particular I use because it really is more protective of the vaginal walls and actually breast tissue. So estriol cream is my favorite. And I usually will put a little progesterone in there as well for women that do have a uterus. And then testosterone can actually in that area stimulate uh, the libido as well. So sometimes I'll add a little testosterone. So let's back up just a bit for those who don't know the term 
bioidentical. What is that? <laughs> well, bioidentical, just bio itself means your biology. So it's very similar to, it actually is the same chemistry of, as your own body's estrogens. So it's, it's a more of a natural um, source of estrogen that is chemically the same as your, yours. So the side effects and things like that would be a lot less. So does, for someone to get bioidentical hormones from a practitioner, is there someone special they need to see or how does that work? Well, one of the easiest ways probably to find them is finding a compounding pharmacist first, contacting the compounding pharmacist, and they usually know within your area the prescribers. Uh, there's not, you know, that you can go online and look, but there may be some doctors in your area, they're just not advertising that they're using bioidenticals. The compounding pharmacists, though, are the ones that receive the prescriptions, so they probably would know the best. And you know, I believe that there is a resource that I'll put in the show notes uh, that I think I found a bioidentical, or sorry, a compounding pharmacist kind of directory. There is, so there is, right, we'll right. We'll put that yeah. in the show notes. Perfect, perfect, because be then you can look in your area okay. for compounding pharmacists. Good. Yeah. Good. So I know there's some other newer types of technology on the market, and you are a, an expert in a couple of these, and I, I think they're really interesting concepts. And so we're going to talk about each of those here right now. And the first is a product called Thermiva, or Thermiva. You tell me how to pronounce it. Yeah, Thermiva is a new technology. Actually, there's been a few technologies along the way here in the last probably 10 10, 12 years for this very thing. It's interesting how um, technology moves with everything. And in the case of vaginal dryness and vaginal rejuvenation, technology is really moving forward in this as well. So there's been some lasers that have been out there. And Thermiva itself has been more the newer technology, which is a radio frequency. And it's a treatment that we go in internally into the vaginal wall with a wand and um, create heat, it's radio frequency heat, and that will actually stimulate the vaginal tissue to help um, rejuvenate and build the collagen that's been lost. And with that, then you will um, also get the lubrication. So it's a, it's a great tool um, for women, and we're seeing some really good results with that, so I'm really liking that in my clinic there. Let me ask you a couple of kind of deeper questions about this. Is so, does it hurt? Uh, the Thermiva itself, no, does not hurt. It's actually, women will liken it to a hot stone massage because it's just, well, maybe not the same, but no, it's a very comfortable procedure. The, the worst part is being in the stirrups for about 40 minutes. So, and then the wand itself, would it, is it about as big as say like a tampon or is it a little smaller? Yeah, it's even a little smaller oh, than that. Okay. It's really small. It's, yeah, it's nothing if you've, if you've had a pap smear, this is a lot less discomfort than that. <laughs> well, that's good. Yes. <laughs> so, and then how often, what's the treatment kind of protocol look like for this Thermiva? Well, the Thermiva is three treatments, one month apart. And the reason they're a month apart is in the between time, it, the cells are regenerating. And so they will regenerate over time. And then you have another one at, uh, within a month and then another one within a month. And then it continues to regenerate. So you get your best results at about the fourth month mark. 
Awesome. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we'll put the the website on, in the show notes, but I will warn you, you have to, when you go in, is declare that you're over a certain age because there are some pictures and it's, you know, for you, you're a medical person, it's like nothing. nothing. But the first time I went in there, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but anyway. There's everything on the internet. Yeah, now. exactly. But it is pretty fascinating how it works. And you've been doing it now for... For a few months, I was six months now. Yeah, yeah, and I've been seeing some really good results. Awesome. I'm very pleased because it's a really nice natural way of doing it, and it's not that they may not need their estrogen at all, but it certainly would cut down the use of it. So then, after you do your treatments, do you come back every year for like a touch up, or how it's, does that work? Yep, it's about every year. It's on average. Okay, so the other cool thing is on this Thermiva website, there's actually a directory of practitioners inside the United States. So that's something also you can take a look at. Yeah, those are always really nice. When you hear about a procedure, usually that's uh, what the companies will do. They'll have a place that you can go in and it usually says find a practitioner and you can put in your zip code or your state and then you can find a practitioner within your area. So the other new thing is called an O shot, not like a jello shot, but an O shot. <laughs> no, it's not a jello so shot. What the heck is that? <laughs> so the O shot is is a, a really cool technique as well. And the O shot is um, an injection into the vaginal wall and the clitoris. And it's the injection actually is not, I mean, that sounds kind of like cringing, but it's actually not that painful. We do dead in the area. It, what we are injecting is PRP, which is platelet-rich plasma. Now, platelet-rich plasma is an interesting concept, and it's one that I really connect with because I'm more of a naturalist than chemicals. So what it is is we draw your blood, we spin it down, and there's a certain uh, special centrifuge that we use to extract the uh, rich cells of the platelets in your blood so you don't have you separate out the red blood cells so these platelet cells have your healing capabilities they have growth factors and cytokines and things that actually can help naturally heal so it's our body's way of healing but it's taking that out and concentrating it and injecting it into the spot where it needs concentrated healing and so the area that we inject this in is between the bladder and the vagina and so you actually get some really good relief if you have any urinary incontinence issues and the Thermiva helps with that as well uh, so um, but the O-Shot 2 was designed because of the injections in the clitoris if you actually are having trouble with any stimulation or any orgasm or anything like that this is really the thing to do and so I actually will probably be doing combination of these to get the best effects interesting mm -hmm. really interesting well, the other piece of this is really uh, the conversation that is sometimes really hard for women to have with their spouse or their partner. And, you know, when we talked about earlier, this kind of happens over time. It's not just a light switch. I mean, it, it happens over time where things start to not feel the same. And, and really, you we notice and we know uh, this is a time of our lives when a lot of people who've been married together will get divorced. And I think this has a lot to do with it. This has a lot to do with it. And divorce is higher at menopause. Uh, we, do, we are finding that. And this is the likely reason. So the communication here is extremely important. If 
if your sex life was the biggest part of your marriage, it is going to change. It is going to change. There's no doubt about it. It doesn't mean you won't have one, but it is going to change for a period of time and you'll have to work with it and deal with it together. But if that's your part and, and if the woman just literally just folds up and just doesn't ever want to, that's a huge change in the relationship. And so that's a really big deal. You know, for some people, it wasn't the biggest part of their relationship. And so they deal with it okay, too. You know, it's hard, but they deal with it. But if this was a really, really big piece of your relationship, you could, it could affect your relationship in a, in a big way. Yeah, which is really hard. And I think that um, we, we want to talk about this and we will be talking about this quite a bit more uh, in our upcoming program that will be released in uh, the beginning of 2017 and we'll have more on that as time goes by but really this the partner playbook or how people deal with the menopausal woman and, and I, I say deal but respect what she's going through yes. and understand that and it's a time of loss and a time of change but it's that communication piece that is critically important and I think it's the make or break for a lot of people. I think it is. I actually have had women that when they talk to me about this I will offer them to bring their husbands in so I can explain to them exactly what's going on. Because men in general do not understand at all what's going on with women's hormones. That's why we're so confusing. Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so that actually can be very helpful because I, you know, will sit down with the man and tell them that, you know, this is, this is, you know, the new thing and this is how we can deal with it and things can get better and, and it will um, but you need to be aware of this and help them kind of work through it as a relationship. Yeah. Well, we'll have a lot more on this and really some of the strategies and key um, solutions and, and really talking points about how you would talk to your spouse because I think a lot of people just don't even know how to start the conversation. So we will have more on that uh, in our paid program, which is coming out in 2017. Uh, and we really look forward to sharing that with you if you're part of it. Yeah, it has to be a big part of that program because this is a really big issue for menopause. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of these these ideas and these concepts. And we will put all of the, the things we talked about, we'll put inside of our show notes so you can go and check out these things for yourself. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for joining. Take care. We hope you get a lot of great insight and value from our podcast. We really enjoy creating this for you. Please feel free to add the Menopause Guide podcast to your favorite RSS feed, or you can subscribe directly on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook and share and like our information with your girlfriends too, or you can follow Rhonda on Twitter at Rhonda Jolliffe. That's two L's and two F's. And if you like what you hear, it really, really helps us if you could give us a review on iTunes. It's really easy. Just go to the top of our podcast page. You'll see ratings and reviews and click on write a review. In the same place, you can also subscribe to the podcast and you can share directly on social media from this area too. If you have any suggested topic areas you would like us to cover, please shoot us an email or mention it on our Facebook page. Until next time. Thanks for joining the Menopause Guide podcast with Rhonda NP. You'll find the show notes and other valuable information at our website, rhondanp.com. Don't worry about this menopause thing. You've got this.